we went early. Yeah. So we went early on a Saturday. Like we we made it, we did like a six a.m. instead of a seven or a six thirty. No, I think it was a Friday, wasn't it? Like you were going to be out of or town, or maybe it was a Friday. And it was like let's just I roll in the Larue's. And Larue's, I want to say, doesn't open at the same time. They're a little later. They might be yeah seven. on a weekday. They might be seven, and we were there at six thirty to that, get to work or whatever. Yes. could be that could have been it. I want to say it was a Friday jam. So then we went to Ted Marie's and. Golly, I'm telling you right now. Okay. Listen, the food was good there. The food was good there, but I gotta make a couple observations I mean, here. I'm a regular that stares at people walking in oh. at LaRue's, but man, there's some regulars at Ted Marie's staring at us <laughs> out regular, regular in. Top <laughs> rolling in. So first of all, uh Nick, great hat for yeah. this week. But where do you get this AF swag? You bogart in this? You keeping no. the good stuff for you? I just <laughs> I just hit him up upstairs. Same thing. I usually just pick it up at conference. I don't like order a lot for the gym, right. but I mean I would if you know I knew people would wear it around. Well, let this be yeah. a statement that Let's that get would get weared around. Let's get some. Look at this. So it's funny because the only reason those planets look like they do in the sky is they're pretty far apart. But it, look at Earth, and then look at where Mercury, Saturn, Venus, and Jupiter are on that. Let's give a little context here. So driving over. So, so, I rolled in a little bit see late. Earth. Nick and Todd were already here. Yep, I see and Earth. Driving over, I see two bright stars um, in my field oh, of view about yes. an inch apart from each other. And I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I've lived in this area my entire life, and I. it's rare yes. that a celestial alignment is like, oh, that's the, cool. Yeah, yeah but right? if, you, if you look at this right now. The first thing that the two of these yeah. jabronis say as soon as I walk in here <laughs> Is they knew exactly what I was talking about. I was like, "Hey, did you see that weird shit outside?" He was like, "Yeah, well, yeah, we right? did, man." Yeah, but, I was like, "That's a little too tight to be Orion's belt." It's, it's weird when the stars align. <laughs> What's interesting? Literally, whoa, <laughs> whoa. But the reason living here as long as you have and not seeing it is because the planets are moving yeah. like we are. So, so it only looks like that because we're moving and so they're moving. If you look at where Last Earth is, week, you can see why we're seeing those other planets. Right, but I mean, there's there's oftentimes, and you guys. You know, I can speak for you on this one where you're out driving around, it's a clear night, and you're like, Oh, there's a the big dipper. There's a the small dipper. Like those, those those things jump out at you every time. You're like, yeah, but okay, today I see the were, handle. There was the like bucket. three stars in the right. in the But the constellations are on a pattern. We'll see those at the same time of year in the same spot all the time. This we'll never see this probably in our lifetime again. That, oh really? Yeah, because it's not there timing wise, one's right. moving super fast around the sun, sure. one's moving slower. So it might take like 50 years before that happens right. again. Well, last week they were they were stacked, right? They were well, yeah, farther you. apart. I got you now. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Sorry, I was <laughs> talking with my hands. Like leaning in. My bad. My bad. I can't wait till Nick busts out the crystals. But you can <laughs> for the planet alignment. Let's go. But you can speed this up and you can take it back. So like, if you wanted to see the closest they've ever been. In I time. saw, dude. I saw something. Uh, this was a couple weeks ago on Instagram, and it was. What most people think planets and you know celestial bodies move, and it was the the typical circle graph that we've all seen. You know, okay, this is everyone's orbit around the sun, but this is like in actuality, this is what it looks like. And it was the sun, and it was that arrangements of planets, like moving like almost like a screw right through the whole like everything's rotating mm -hmm. around yeah it's not on one plane correct maybe. right yeah, it's kind of so that this that way. weird like you know screw type of movement of everything in relation to itself is like 
okay, this makes sense, but I guess I never thought yeah, of it that way. Because we're spinning at the same time. Right, yeah, everything's an axis, still going around, right? On the north and south pole, we're spinning. So, so other planets rotate that way, too. You just showed me Jupiter rotating, so they have they have magnetic poles that, that they rotate around as well. All yeah. other planets do? They have, like, a night and day just like we would. They, yeah, there's... They're all twirling, I'm sure. And yeah, one, but they're, one they're, planet moves the opposite direction, I think, too, though. There's, their, their, day, their day cycle might be four days. Jupiter's is Ten fast. days of ours, right? Or, yeah, or half a day of ours. No, I get right? that. I get that. But it's funny that there's magnetic poles that... Because that's Does what that, we rotate around. Okay, yeah, but that, I, I don't think you're going to have that with, like, a like a gas planet. Well, except Jupiter's, okay. Jupiter's rotating. Yeah, but is so Jupiter a gas on? planet or like a yeah, oh yeah. like a rock? No, Jupiter's iron gas planet. Is it really? Yeah, it's weird that gas would like. Well, would make that I say that with confidence pattern. from my second grade. I want to say my that second grade learning. It's every great scientist it's, started time. It's Neptune, Neptune or Uranus. One of those is the one that it spins. It spins yeah. the opposite direction. It's, it's Nick's anus. <laughs> Nick's anus <laughs> rotates opposite than everyone else. Not my anus, Nick. Don't put that on me. <laughs> Don't, Don't you, you put, put that, that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Don't put that knife in your leg, Ricky. I'm gonna do it. You know this house is on. I'm gonna do it. So, another another thing before we get into it too far, got to make the correction on my text I sent you guys from my cousin or whatever. He wasn't a door guy. <laughs> when I went to that Christmas party, he was a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, yes. we, we should start all podcasts with the like the page six Wait. redacted section. <laughs> like, okay, we need to clean up what we did last time and just clear the slate and we're gonna move forward. We're gonna correct what, some wrongs. What was the thing in the in the hangover? <laughs> Where he's like, he was something. No, he was a bartender on a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was like, she looked, you hooked up with the captain of a cruise ship. No, it was a bartender. No, hey, what did he say, though? I don't want to say which one of my cousins in this, since it is uh, out there or whatever. Oh, respect all N and Maybe I shouldn't even say For it. sure. I won't even say it. No, he, please he, do. You already started on the road. When you're in a college town and you're going to bars... And I'm not even going to say it's them. It could be just a buddy. I could know. be, allegedly. It could have yeah. been just a friend. I had sure. lots of friends who bartended, too. My best friend was a bartender for years. But it was definitely them. But I remember, like, when you go to a bar, and you're doing Jaeger bombs and drinking tons of beers, and you about. leave the bar with more money than you started, <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. That was a good night of like, drinking. That is, that, <laughs> is, that is interesting. You're basically I, getting paid to get drunk? I had yeah. a, that is called winning. <laughs> no, what's crazy is, like, I'm also... Tipping a time. Sure. <laughs> I was wait a minute. Let me let me back up and let me again. This is not my anus. I was literally <laughs> my anus was burning money, and somehow I walked out of there with more money than I arrived with. Well, you go in with sixty bucks, right? And you're getting a drink, and every time somehow you're getting more change back and still tipping. And it was like very interesting. Yeah. Things happen. I love digging hey, to the bottom of my story. My brother had that same thing. He had a college bar that he went to all the time. I don't even. I think it was called Monty's or or, or I don't know something like that. And he went there all the time. He was like, I drink here all the time. He's like, my bill will be three dollars seventy one cents at the end of the night. I went there. He's like, all these people are with me. Four dollars and twenty seven cents. My bill was four dollars, and I tipped twelve. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> bartender was happy, I was happy, 
Monty's not so happy. <laughs> counting counting the liquor at the end of the night. Hmm. Did you bring something? No, I didn't bring a dish to pass. Twenty five cents a shot. Time. I don't remember doing that as a as a special. I know, like I think as a if you're a waiter or waitress at a restaurant, right, and you right. can like comp stuff for people, like right. So sure. you go, you go into the machine yeah. and you do the stuff, right? Yeah. I, well, but, wait a minute. You say you can, but I, don't, I think they frown upon it. What I'm saying like is you're if, not supposed to give exactly. Give it away. But if you if you're smart. And you are either, whether you're given a free dessert or you're sure. taking off like a burger off someone's menu or whatever, call it like that it was like a little cold or something. You don't even have to say. You probably just put in a note like customer complained, even though they didn't. Sure. Yeah. But when that customer or whatever sees their bill and you tell them, hey, I comp this for you, right. like, where does your tip go? Like, you're like, sure. awesome, they did that. So you basically give it because you still like the burger because you didn't complain. Yeah. But then you basically tip on that. Plus, you're like, "Hey, this is a nice waiter. I'll give him more." Sure, Super but does smart. Do, yeah. but does the the does the food industry operate? <laughs> Super smart, bad for the employee. No, terrible, <laughs> <laughs> terrible business model. Great for everyone involved at the yeah. moment. But burgers are now twenty two dollars because they keep getting count. So does does the does the service industry operate an idea of? Okay, this is our operating cost. This is what it costs for us to buy all the food, buy all the booze, buy all the drinks, buy all the whatever. So we have a hard break-even number. So as long as we as long as we cover that and everyone gets paid, then it's eh, it's whatever. Where other businesses might be like, okay, this item costs this much. For every one of those items, we have to cover this much. Right? So maybe like the profit and overhead is divided more like individually it's for it's, each item it's weighted but for should we should we let chad yeah in yeah call hey open him up put him on speakerphone <laughs> what up brother what's up man not much man you're on uh you're live on saturday at seven bro <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to this is awesome this is perfect so might want to cut this from the recording here it comes but you should go out on your on your front porch and uh, hold on, buddy. Let and him, you should look to in the sky, kind of low in the sky, to the west. You can't there script this any better. Gigantic dots in the sky that are not stars, and I don't know what the flip they are, but I'm pretty sure they're aliens. Is what <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> Dude, this. <laughs> I wish <laughs> we. <laughs> Hey, hey Ch- re- Chad, this is all going to make sense once you watch this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you have to rewatch this podcast. You're on it. You're you're definitely live on the podcast. Oh, and um, we definitely started our podcast talking about those two dots in the sky that we had never seen before. I just was at Culver's and I the guy like brought me my food Let him and go. I was like, "Dude, have you seen those two dots in the sky over there?" And he 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 was like, He's like, bro, I saw them yesterday. They were a little bit higher. Nobody knows what they are. And then he was like, he was like, John, come over here. Come over here. Called over another coworker. And they both were like, dude, we're and they, or, or the second guy that walked over was like, yeah, they, they have to be UFOs because they're not stars. They're moving really slow. Every now and then they'll move. And I'm just like, my brain is like going nuts right now. I hope, right, I so, hope people aren't killing themselves over this. So, right, so yeah. let me... <laughs> I hope there's not a so, whole lot of so a whole on. lot of people wearing Nike so, Cortezes so, drinking so Kool Aid right now. <laughs> so we're, we're, I love this because you're right. I didn't know what the hell they were either. 
the the difference is I wasn't taking my advice from the guy handing me my food from, <laughs> from Culver's. That's fair, but I was talking about it, and I FaceTimed Bree to show her, and I'm talking about it while I'm going through the drive-thru, and then I'm like, okay, the guy that gives me my food, I'm just going to ask him about it because I feel weird. Like I don't know what those are. And then I asked him, and then that was his response. You, it was so, so, so everybody's thinking the same so, thing. It's well, same not thing. really. Do you want to know the answer? Because Nick has the answer. He can tell you right now exactly what it is. Please tell me. So it's just a couple planets. Like the other day, we weren't quite lined up right, so they were a little farther separated. But now it's Jupiter and Venus that are like basically like dead in a line from our view. So I have a night sky app. I'm pulling it up right now. Or oh, it's some weird ass alien shit. Well, <laughs> what's I'm gonna, I'm gonna defer what'll, bl- to the what'll alien blow shit. your mind even further is if you look west and tilt your phone down as if you were like, I don't know, on the California coast. It'll blow your mind even more what there's two other planets that are stacked right now. So they're just super bright because they're close to each other and they're sort of they're like no, no, well, we're on, we're on one side of the sun and they're on the other. So like the sun is obviously like just slamming them in the face at our nighttime. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, I mean, well, like, it, so many things would have to happen if we're turned around and, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, you're not seeing them in the daytime because, you know, we're turned the other way. But once we come around at night, then they're where they are. All right. Well, part of me is glad you told me that because now I believe you and and it's been confirmed with my phone app. But mm. part of me is a little bit like, kind of wish you wouldn't have told me and I would have seen where that rabbit hole well, led. Chad, I'm in that same area, dude. Well, I think that- <laughs> I wish it was still a mystery in Aliens. I need that to happen. <laughs> we all weren't sure. Nick came in with the scientific evidence. I think, I think the aliens and the UFOs do crazy stuff, though, when they know that we see crazy things in the sky. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of activity going on as well. Look, to put everyone at ease, I cast a handful of chicken bones against the wall this morning, and it said this is all going to happen. <laughs> 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 well, hey, I'm sorry to sorry to interrupt this. No, no. Hey, no. this is perfect. No, perfect. You're, you're the first call-in, man. <laughs> oh man, I'm, this is for all the listeners out there. This is where it's at. For, These are the best boys for, around. For, they know what they know their stuff. They're good people. You should listen to what they have to say. Chad, Chad, we have a whole nother setup, and we really need to get you involved on this Wednesdays. You just let me know, man. I'm happy to. All right. Love it. That's Love it. it. All right, brother. Love you. Love you guys, too. Yeah. Answer your text message, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye. Really, like, couldn't have, like, even, like, scripted that out. <laughs> right. That's you know crazy. what I mean? Like, the fact that we were talking about it, he's calling in, like, all. Oh, he's, so he's got the app, and he didn't even think to look at that. <laughs> yeah. Let me consult this app that I, I already have I was like, I was like, I saw it. I wasn't sure what it was either, but I sure as heck didn't get my I consultation <laughs> from the drive through guy at Culver's. <laughs> hey, this guy asking me what topics I want my shake. I was oh, like, hey, bro, funny. look at these stars that look crazy. The guy, <laughs> the guy probably just walked out of his job. He was probably just like, I'm, right, I'm going home. Right. Oh, we're done here. We are so done here. I got nothing oh, more to prove man. to you guys. Chad says, says, check my text message. He wants me to go to a B&I meeting. 
Man, at 11 hey, look, I, that that might be the that'll, that'll be an impromptu. The best moment of how just normal. Like, okay, it's not normal because we all have headphones on and microphones in front of us, but these conversations are conversations that are had by everyone amongst right. their friends. Like, hey, we, for the record, okay. I, I want to lay the record straight for our six point three people that listen to this thing we did not ask for somebody to call in and start talking about those stars that just happened boom that phone call would have happened if we were (laughs) sitting somewhere else if we're sitting over nick's house for sure we're at it main if we had no podcast that thing is that that phone call is happening it's all right I, th- I think that's. He just texted laugh out loud. That was hilarious. <laughs> it was the Perfect. best. It was so good. I love. I look over at Nick and he's like, "Just let him go, man. Just let, <laughs> right. him, go. Just let him talk. This is great. We're getting the content." <laughs> the uh, the crazy thing I think about that though, we have the apps, right? And we can see. Think about you know thousand years ago, whatever the people on the planet when they started seeing stuff like that in the sky, they're like, "What the heck? Yeah, like, what right? the fuck?" Well, you see that in like Star Wars and stuff, where there's like three moons out and they yeah. you know they they cgi it or whatever and you're just like man that's weird but then to you know they don't think of it obviously. so something that always gets brought up like let's say how do you guys feel about look i'm i'm do not do not take this line of questioning as my stance on the situation but i want to get your guys's input before i do some commentary how do you feel about did we actually go to the moon? Nick, what do you think? I just think it's really weird. I think that, like, why wouldn't we? But at the same time, I think, like, it's odd that we wouldn't have gone back for the last 40 or 50 years, whatever it is. Okay. Like, if we had the technology to do it then, like, wouldn't we be making... When the odds were stacked against us and we're basically getting there off of a slide rule? Well, look at the equipment that they had. I mean, okay. I can't imagine it was even close. No. Now, Elon's putting rockets up in the air and then he's actually landing the rocket back yeah, so they can that reuse might be the, them. That might be the crazier part that you can bring these things back and have them set on a launch pad. Okay. I feel like we should, be doing, we should be doing day trips right now at this what, point. What do, you, what do you feel like about did we go to the moon or not? I have not looked into that conspiracy <laughs> He always goes into, I don't even know who that guy is. I don't even. <laughs> I don't pay attention who, to the news. Hey, never heard of her. What is the moon? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you talking about? That finger, <laughs> that, that fingernail in the sky, the thing made out of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so I, I haven't. This lo- might be the greatest podcast we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be tough to beat. Did you walk through that waft that my son left for us? Oh. Jeez, talk about cheese! Hey. Holy hey. smokes, <laughs> that dude can <laughs> cut it. <laughs> This is gonna, Any, hey, anyway, <laughs> hey, look. Unfortunately, we're setting this. the bar way too high tonight, guys. I still, I still have to answer this question. Okay, do you, do you think we went to the moon? I do, I do. I just think it'd be. I I don't understand the reasons necessarily, and this is because I haven't researched it. Why we would fake it, but I also think of like, why would we fake like Apollo thirteen? Then must have been fake. And we slingshotted it around the moon and brought those people back, and they landed in the sea. And I mean, it could have been fake, staged, well, I guess. But like, I don't know. So you, I tend to just say, 
Yeah, I believe that well, we were there. When you say why would they fake it, though, I mean, it makes total sense why they would fake it. It was a race. Like, they, the other countries were talking about it, and the U.S. didn't want to be, you know, they didn't want to get beat by China or Russia or whoever it was. So, like, it was sure. imperative that we looked like we had the most technology and were the strongest to beat them there. Sure. I, but, I, I get that. Okay, I me, get that. But I but to me, in a, like, okay. Let me, let me lay a couple facts on you guys. One, so when Kennedy declared we're going to the moon, Right, you're talking about let's let's take it into context here. We had a president who was maybe the closest to our demographic that a president has ever been. Right, I mean we're we're accustomed to agree presidents who are eighty, you know, <laughs> seventy years old. Yeah, these gray hairs. Right, to run people this country. that people get that, out of office. If, if I'm looking had, at you. If you had a conversation with a president over the last twenty years, you'd almost take it with a grain of salt. You'd be like. Like, I would ask to drive if we had to go somewhere with any one of the presidents we've had in our adulthood. Like, I don't, like, I trust me behind the wheel than you. But that's also the person who's pulling the levers for our country, right? Oh, yeah. So you're Maybe. talking about, you're talking about a time. Yeah. You're talking, yeah, absolutely. You're talking about a time where you had maybe the most relatable president. And he's like, look, guys, let's go to the moon. Everyone's like, what are you talking about? We've never been there. Imagine a world where we had never thought about being outside of orbit. And all of a sudden, you have the leader of your country saying, let's go. Let's see if we can do it. And you're used to using a, a slide rule. There's no TI-83s. There's no... Well, there's some computers. There's, there's no electric cars there's no forward thinkers of trying to figure out how hydrogen is going to push us into the next century. There's none of that, right? You're talking about black and white TV. You're talking about people still gathering around a radio as entertainment, right? Okay, that's that's part one. Part two is when they assembled all these people. Okay, granted, Kennedy said, let's go to the moon inside of a decade. 10 years. We we can all quantify 10 years in our lives of what does that really look like? What did the last 10 years in your life look like? What did you accomplish? Do you think you could spearhead an effort to say, we're going to go to a different rock than what we all live on? Take that in a, take that in the, you know, the equation here. So the labor force to push us off of this planet was over a quarter million people. You're talking upwards of 300,000 people focused on one effort. And that was to get us off this planet. And to go to the closest thing that is to our planet, the moon. Okay. Next fact I want to throw out here is the F1 engine that was used on these rockets to this day, is still the most powerful engine ever built. Hmm. Elon's rockets, they're great. They're just more efficient. But we didn't have the technology to figure out this is what we need. This is, it, this is the bare minimum of what you need to get out. We were just thinking, okay, you need more horsepower to break orbit. So the F1 rocket still stands as the most powerful rocket. And I hope the comment section just absolutely dunks on me <laughs> on why this is wrong. Because then I'm smarter because 
I've learned something. But from everything I know that tells me the F1 rocket in all the Apollo missions was the most powerful engine ever built to get us off this rocket or this rock, which was Earth. Okay. So you take all those things into context and then you lay on top of that any of the footage we've seen of the moon shows an American flag like it's waving in the wind. Now, granted, the moon has gravity, but there's no wind in space. It's a vacuum, right? I don't know. Never so been, never was been that? Wasn't, yeah, me neither. And maybe nobody has. So exactly. This theory. Right. So <laughs> was that flag, was that American flag? We've all seen the iconic video. Yeah, but it could have been propped that way. So I'm saying. So was that, like, look, you jam this thing in the ground in out in space orbit, it has just some, that that's just how it's going, right? It looks like it's waving, but it's just because that little bit of jab this thing in the ground, it produces some waves in the flag. So, Or was this thing absolutely orchestrated? Oh, hold, on. hold on. And this was like, okay, this is what it would look like when we're in space. Right, we're, we're questioning. You're going through the theories, both sides of the story. Where do you stand? I don't know. I I, I want to know. Like, I'm so on the teeter-totter of we did. Like, I have buckets full of momentum. Like, I want to <laughs> say we sides. didn't or we didn't. I just need somebody to push me one way or the other, and huh? I'm going to lay down how I feel, and, and it's going to be that and, way. And I, I did read one thing. I would say the only, like, rabbit hole I guess I ever went down on this. I did read something where some um, some interview with this gal whose dad – like worked the area where supposedly it was staged. Yeah, good call. Weaving your hands. <laughs> good call. Good call. Um, where it was staged, and he and he was and he would he told her like before he died or something that yeah this was all there. I was a security guard for like what was going on inside of this like setup. When someone found the props, they said, "Well, they used all that stuff to like you know." There were some shots that they had to do inside because they didn't have good shots, but they wanted to have good video. So they did some there and some on the... It's like, right. we partially did some in the real spot. Yeah. It's, so, like, it's like, like the filming of movies these days, right? They're never like in the right spot. It's like Ozarks was like filmed in Georgia somewhere. Like sure. Lake Linden. Sure. It is. It is. <laughs> That's a great point. Like, okay, yeah. look, there was... You're talking about something that is the crown jewel for a generation of like, okay, we beat everyone and we did. Right, we beat every other country to the moon, but maybe, yeah, maybe it was like, oh shit, we didn't take that selfie. Oh shit, we should have took some pictures when we were up there. We didn't take any pictures. Who didn't take any pictures? We went to the fucking moon and nobody took any pictures. Hey, enough people okay. are questioning so, this shit, though. We're going. There are to, a lot of people that we're are going to reenact what actually happened. Would you feel like it's almost like how Google, like, okay, when you take a picture of the moon with an iPhone, trash city, right? It looks terrible. Everyone knows if you try to zoom out and get something that's cool with an iPhone camera, trash, right? But Google's pictures, fantastic. Well, Google uses a little bit of AI magic yeah. and makes that picture look great. They use every other picture that's really good from the same angle. Which, which I think is to the benefit of everybody. For sure. Right? But you've got, a, you've got even myself at times to say, well, you're going to subsidize how great that is. Because you know there's a little bit of magic thrown in. But in reality, 
that's what you could see if you had crazy robot eyes. But we don't. <laughs> so you need a little bit of help to substantiate reality, if you will, with that picture. Right? Sure. Looking at a great picture Chad in on this, by the way. of the moon from a Google phone isn't a handicap of everyone. I feel like it's a plus for everyone. Like, okay, look. If you could see that the moon is really made out of cheese, you want to <laughs> see it, right? But if you take what you would see from Earth and juice it up right. with I, a little bit of AI. I think in a couple sentences I can sum up what you're saying. Let's go. Let's like, it. you're saying, I think, we, I think we got to the moon, but we had to, we had to do the... The unsolved mysteries reenactment. Yes, to make people yes. believe it. <laughs> we needed that Chris Hansen to catch a predator, <laughs> a hidden camera view of like, okay, this feels real because. So 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 you would if you had to lean one way or the other on your teeter totter, which way would it be? It would be that we went to the moon because I I gotta believe that we're that smart. I think I'm that way too. You know, I think I'm that way too. We're, no, we're no, we're Nick. Nick, you're a no. You're a hard no. I, Not a hard. I just no. don't think so. I think seventy thirty no eighty five fifteen. I would I would say I'm probably still closer to like I would say sixty forty to the no side okay. of actually going there, hopping off, and Neil Armstrong saying the speech or whatever. But like sure. I, the reason I say that is because like if this is happening in the sixties, early seventies, right? I think sixty nine. People, right? people started questioning this stuff fairly quickly after, right? They started wondering, like, is this real? Did they really do it, or was it all about the race? I think by this amount of time, you just put your money where your mouth is and go again, right? Prove sure. it and do it, right? Great like, point. So I just think that, like, but, us, the, but they did. China did. Apollo thirteen, and they didn't. They didn't make. They they fudged up, and we slingshotted them around. Well, they said they remember, were, remember they, Tom Hanks got yeah. back to Earth. Tom Hanks couldn't okay. land that thing on what the I'm moon. What I'm saying, I'm not saying I that, don't think any of us could. I'm not saying that they didn't continue to try. <laughs> sure. Right? And they were still trying to figure it out. But I'm saying the initial like putting feet on the ground, I think that part. I think they kept making efforts. Sure. And they were going and they spent all the money, right? Sure. But I think after all these trips and all that money spent, they knew that they needed to give America something. So they made sure. they staged the room. Yep. They sure. showed the landing and they showed us stepping there just to get that out of the way. So right. then they set, kept trying. They kept going to like let's do it for real. So sure. do you do you think okay, so you, so you think they they went to space, they oh, didn't yeah. land and then they came back, they staged it and then like Apollo 13 that I keep referencing that they actually maybe were even closer, yeah. but they they still didn't make it and it became this Exactly. Almost national tragedy, exactly. but it became a story of heroics. It's like they tried and tried, and they thought, all right, we finally got it dialed in, and we think we can do it, so, and that was a close call. And then they're, like, scared now. They're like, we so, can't do that again. Maybe so what they saw we, what's on the dark side. So what do we think about that movie about the black women who were super smart and went in and figured all this stuff out, the engineers? I can't remember the name of that movie or the name of those women. About. Are you serious? What was that called? Numbers or whatever. I oh, know. I know what you're talking about. Dude, yeah. It was okay. amazing. It's yeah, a right. great yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, so okay, here's, but that's it, all about the moon landing, right? Yeah, but right. That's just the math to get us there. The rockets okay. and all of that stuff. Sure, sure, we were doing that. We can yes. do that. Look, I get look, it. I, yeah. I totally, look, okay, I'm going to see if I can connect some dots here. I totally agree with that. I think when it comes to physics and when it comes to math, I think as a human species, 
like we've evolved enough to be able to connect those dots. Complex mathematical processes. That's something we've, I don't know that we've mastered, but we have a pretty good, pretty good hold on, right? I mean, we there, there's some people on this planet that are just, their brains are just this beautiful matrix of how to Dude, that's my ne- solve. This is my nephew. I'm telling right. you, he's going to freaking figure this how out. How to solve these just very complex computations, right? But let's let's break this down for a second. One, a huge challenge is how do you get off this planet, right? Two, let's look at this in three parts. One, get off the planet. Two, you're off the planet. What do you do? Three, how do you get back onto this planet, right? So one, okay, getting off the planet. You're talking about how do you... How do you dominate the forces of gravity in everything we know? The things that keep your feet on the ground when you walk, that keep your car on the road, that keep airplanes flying in an orbit from one place to another. All of those things. How do you defeat those and say, I'm going to get past this and get out into space? This huge expanse of just blackness, right? Where when we're standing on Earth, you look out into the sky, you're like, oh, there's all kinds of things out there. But when you get out there, you realize there's a whole lot more black than there are bright speckles. Right? The thing that the thing that was a bright speckle from Earth, even when you've done this Herculean feat to get outside of orbit, that speckle is just still a still way out there. You're not any close. You don't feel any closer to it when you're. A hundred miles from the surface of Earth. Well, you know what some of those there. speckles are, right? Right. Well, let me let me get there. So once you get out there and you're in this weird place that you've never been, okay, now you're going to, based off of size, right? Okay, the moon is out there. Let's look at this as the first time somebody's gone to the moon. Everyone's looking at the moon like, okay, this is the biggest object besides the sun in our sky that we can see. So by using angles, by using mathematics, you think you know where it's at, right? You can track it, how it goes around this thing that we're on. And you know, okay, you you think you got a pretty good hold on it. Like, okay, based on how, how fast it's rotating around this earth, based on angles, size differences, you think you know what it is. No one's ever been there. Nobody's ever been like, hey, I'm out here on the moon. You guys are back on Earth. You guys are about this far from here, right? You're using all kinds of cutting-edge scientific... Mind you, this is back in the 60s when people would still smoke in cars with children, right? I mean, this is what seems like cavemen to us now, but back then, this is... We're on the the cutting edge of science. We think we know where this thing's at. Okay, Let's go there. Okay. What's it going to take to get there? Well, we're going to strap about five, six people onto this very explosive, very violent, very maybe it's going to work thing called a spaceship. And we're going to launch you straight into the sky. And then you're going to get out there and we're basically going to have a two-way radio. And you're going to tell me how it's going. And I'm going to tell you like, okay, things are looking like it's going or like it's supposed to. There's no satellite cameras. There's no Google Earth telling you any of this stuff. How do you know? You're just like, 
I don't. They but, have it now. Right. But back then, it's like, I'm looking at numbers. I'm looking at a spreadsheet that says these yeah. numbers mean this thing. Okay. So you've defeated Earth's gravity. You've gotten off this planet. You've gotten off this rock. And you're looking back, and it looks like the map that you've been shown as a child. Okay. Well, we're about halfway there. Now we're going to this thing that some people claim is made of cheese. Some people say is somebody's face. We're going to go land on this thing. Now this thing has its own characteristics like the thing I just came from being planet Earth. I don't know how that's going to react, but all these people who didn't want to get on this rocket, who have much more substantiated learning than I do, say this is going to work. Okay. Mind you, the people on that rocket were not engineers. They were cowboys. And they said, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to strap myself to this bomb that is either going to blow up or it's going to get me off this planet. I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy. You have a bunch of cowboys getting on this rocket saying, let's go. Now you have these engineers sitting in a very safe building away from this rocket saying, probably going to work, guys. (laughs) Let me know. I'll talk to you once you get off the planet. They get off the planet, and they're like, now what? Okay, now you're going to the ball of cheese. Sounds good. We should be able to get there. Okay, you're telling me that what I'm strapped to right now is going to detach into two parts. One is going to go down to the ball of cheese. The other one is going to float around the ball of cheese. And I'm going to go to the planet. I'm going to put my foot on this thing that nobody's ever been to. Anyone's ever seen is this bright glowing yellow, orange, or red disc in the sky. I'm going to go down to that thing. I'm going to get off it. I'm going to root around, get me a couple keychains, a couple souvenirs. I'm going to get back on. And then this thing is going to blast off the ball of cheese and go back to the second part that we recently detached from, connect back to that, and then go back to the big rock that we're from. And you're telling me your brain is a scramble at this point? Oh, by the way, all that math that you didn't understand, that you just signed up for a rocket ship ride into the unknown, somebody else is telling you, okay, you're going to end up off the coast of Florida and we're going to come pick you up in a boat. (laughs) See you in about 14 days. Are you fucking crazy? Well, that's why it took 300,000 people or whatever you said it took. Exactly. But to have, like, uh, just imagine, like, okay, everyone just passes over some of these great things in so history. What are, all right. Let me, let I me, love. Let me wrap the, this rant up real quick. But imagine, like, all of us look at history in these items from a third-party perspective of this is how it started, this is how it went, this is how it ended. Okay, that was crazy. Imagine at that time, these people were like, okay, look, We've ran you guys through some crazy-ass tests. We put you on a machine that's going to spin you around and make your insides push up against your other insides, and you might die. But we need to figure out if your insides are strong enough <laughs> for us to blast you off on a rocket. Okay, sounds good. By the way, we're taking the top people of everything that we know. We're taking the top fighter pilots, the top Physical specimens, the most Adonis-type people that we have to offer. We want to get you guys together, and we're going to run you through some tests. Because we think this is what it's going to take for you to go to a different planet. And everyone's like, no one's done this before. 
let's go. Now I'm at 70 right? 30 that we didn't do it. So now everyone's like, okay, we're going to get together. <laughs> we're going to run through I'm, this training camp. This is what I'm trying to ask. And we're going to question I want to ask. We're going to we're going to see what happens. We're going to scramble everybody. We're going to just beat you up and run you through the toughest exercises and physical, you know, anomalies that we what, can come up with. What are you saying right now? Let me get there. I'm, I'm Please br- do. I'm bringing it around the horn. Chad's calling. I'm He's going to tell us if hey, we landed on the moon. Open it up. So imagine right, you got to listen for a minute. So once you have once you have sorted these people out, and you have gotten to let's say a dozen people that you think, you know what? These are the toughest people. They might not be the most physical specimens you've ever seen, but this person has the fortitude to come off of this planet. Okay, now we're going to introduce you to the nerds that decided to do the math that says we're going to put you on the most volatile thing we've ever constructed. It's a giant bomb with seats on it. And we're going to blast you off this planet. And we're going to let you know, we're going to let you know step two once it doesn't blow up in the sky and scare everybody. This is the second go around. Okay, great. Okay, so everyone signs up. They sign their waivers. They tell their family, might go crazy, or I'm going to be somebody whose name is in history books. Everybody loads onto the rocket with some crazy ass shit they've never seen before. You got to wear this crazy ass outfit and sit in this chair. It's going to be crazy for about seven to eight seconds. So, <laughs> will you get to the point? So this thing, holy bla- crap! So this thing blasts off, right? It gets into outer space, and then it's like, wait a minute, we're not going to actually watch you do this. We're just going to do a bunch of math and figure out where you're at. Sounds great. You get in outer space, you go to the moon. Like I said, one part of the ship detaches, the other part stays in orbit. You go down, you land on this other thing that might or might not be made Can out of. Can you land this ship? <laughs> Can you land might, this ship, please? Might, might or might not Shoot be made. Shoot us, priest. Might or might not be made out of cheese or somebody's face. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> or, somebody, or somebody's face. You get off, you collect some rocks, you get back on. That goes back to the other ship. I'm Don't forget the sure American flag. I'm pretty sure last comes, time you said this, you then, just got off and scurried around. I feel and, like I'm in a Twilight Zone right now. And then, <laughs> and then comes back to the planet. <laughs> and then comes back to yeah. Chad's got me. Chad understands. Well, I know he didn't hear you say it the first time. Yeah. Bulletproof doesn't matter. Chad came he can hop in seventeen minutes after you you started this. <laughs> I just want to know what you're trying to say. How hard is Wrap that to understand? How hard is that to understand? Like, yeah, we went to the moon, or no, we didn't. <laughs> Everything I just spent thirty minutes explaining is that, yeah, we did that, or is that no, we didn't fucking do that? Can you answer that question? I can't. That's why I just asked it. I thought he was getting to the point that that's why we didn't do it. <laughs> if we were at the top of our game at that point, Todd, why would we not keep going? Todd, that's how questions oh, work. I love when it. You don't have an answer. You ask. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that all that, ladies and gentlemen, that was a question. You answer it. We're gonna put it out there for the comments. All right. So we have Chad back on the line. Caller hey, number two. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> thank you, Tony. <laughs> Long time, second time, right, Chad? Sorry, right. gonna have to wake me up. All right. <laughs> all right. So, Chad, uh, the next question is. Uh, did we land on the moon? Um, so we need your answer. Do you believe that we landed on the moon? I absolutely believe we did. Why? He, he didn't even know those were planets. That <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah. 
please, yeah, please, we got time. Yeah. Okay. Why do you why do you believe that when there's so many conspiracies against it? Well, conspiracies are one thing, but like math is another thing, and like going to the moon is a math equation. Like everything within that realm is all a big equation, and math has developed and the math behind physics and those things have developed to a point where they can figure out how to go to the moon. Yeah. All right. I got to go pee sure. cause I got about a 45 that minute rant coming you're, up. You're good. <laughs> so, okay. So, so I'm going to preface, I'm going to let Nick talk cause Nick, Nick is 70, 30. Is that accurate? 60, 40 that 70, we did 30, not, yeah. that we did not land on the moon. Not that we didn't try, but that we didn't actually get there. And land on it. How long is Chad been on You're talking to a, I'm a big time conspiracy guy. Well, this isn't a conspiracy. I'm just saying, like, knowing now, that. Is it, there something crazy going on in the moon? With the moon? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dark side. But we went there. We've been to the. the uh, what I was telling these guys, though, is like, because we were in this space race or whatever it was with other countries to get there, and we were spending all kinds of money. Like, Tony had said that 300,000 people worked on it, all kinds of billions of dollars and everything and at some point like when we realized or whatever that other countries might be getting closer we got scared and we basically had to film that initial landing on the moon i'm not saying that we didn't take a bunch of other apollo missions that went up and around the moon and did all that stuff or whatever but i think every time they said that they laid feet on the ground they never did i think they were probably up there and going around it and trying to figure out how they would do it but i think the staged part is is the actual like feet on the ground part the actual landing but yeah. the thing is if you can calculate how to fly up there use the gravitational pull of the moon to swing you around because you can't turn in outer space you can extremely slowly but not fast enough to like oops i missed my turn that's what i'm saying it takes perfection float away. in 1960 something so i don't think it was perfection to fly around the moon and back to earth you're smart enough to land on Man, I don't know. I don't math. think I'll. I it's worry about math, flying and I driving cars now. Right, I think it'd How be. How big is the moon? What's the gravitational pull? What's the I... weight of the ship that needs to land? It's all a math problem. So but why aren't we there take, now? You have to take back off. Yeah. Why aren't we there on the moon now? Why haven't we gone back since? Why has it been over fifty years? How do you know we're not there? What's what I'm saying? I mean, they're not telling us. Why wouldn't they just put an end to this whole conspiracy and say, yeah, we can do it? It's fifty years later. We should have better technology. We should be able to do it like with autonomy. I don't disagree with that. But, but, but why aren't we? I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. If we why would, couldn't you pay thirty grand to just go take a day trip? How how far? I mean, the moon is only 240,000 miles away. How, many, how long does it even take? About a weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how fast did that rocket push you out there? What speed of the rocket? Oh, great question. I mean, you don't... Yeah, but you don't think that... So, you think we went up and around it, but we never have landed on it i'm saying that specific first time on the moon was staged and oh that's all i'm saying i'm not saying that we question. didn't go back there I, and we I, probably multiple times tried to go back and do it i'm saying but we just knew I we could, needed to be I first could that. i could buy that the first time was staged i could get behind that i don't know whether i'm not saying the first time that was presented was okay. actually that's so what i'm happened. saying okay, okay. so listen so, to this so, so let me rephrase the question for you chad do you think that Neil Armstrong actually stepped foot on the moon. Oh, man. Not, 
I, no, let me rephrase it because Neil Armstrong went to space multiple times. Do you think the time that they actually stated in 1969, I think it was, mm-hmm. that he landed on the moon, that that actually happened? Let's 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 rephrase and be specific about our moon landing that we know in history. Did that happen? I'm gonna. Listen, let me let, <laughs> let, let me let me lay this number on you guys. So, Apollo 11 reached its maximum velocity as it was accelerating after launch to escape Earth's gravitational field, which is about seven miles per second, or twenty five thousand two hundred miles an hour. Yeah, dude. How fast? Twenty five thousand two hundred miles an hour. You know how fast that is. Usain Bolt can't run that fast. About half that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. That's what I'm saying. Right, it well, takes like eight hours to get to the moon, it. right? Yeah. It takes these eight hours to get to the moon, and we're not like trying over and over. Look, we, we kind of touched on this a little bit when we were talking about UFOs and Thanks how, to chat again. How, cameras, again. how cameras look. Look, we look at it as, why did you not collect this data? But at the time, they were probably thinking, why do we need to collect that data? Or they weren't even thinking about that data at all. Right? Yeah. So you don't know what you don't know. It's like, oh, wait a minute. The derivative of what we just did would have been some great information to collect. But you don't know it until, hey, Captain Hindsight, yeah, we should have been, we should have been looking at this. Well, you don't know until you did it, right? So, yeah. and then everyone else is like, "Why didn't you guys do that?" And everyone like, like they're scientists, they're super smart, but they're like, "I don't know. I guess I missed it." I mean, they're fallible just like the rest of us, right? Yeah, science is based in failure. 